in holy. Turn to our public scripture reading, which is Psalm 46. Psalm 46 is a psalm which proclaims the predominance, the, the, the preeminence, the dominance, and security of God in one field after another. The robust, defiant tone of this psalm strongly suggests that it was composed at a time of crisis. At a time of crisis. And of course, we don't know at specifically historically when that time was, when the sons of Korah actually composed Psalm 46. But clearly, from the contents of the psalm, it was during a great time of crisis. In the first three verses of Psalm 46, the principal truth in this opening passage is that our true security is in God, not in God plus anything else. So now listen to that again. Our true security is in God, not in God plus anything else. That's the great principal truth of verses 1 through 3. We see this spelled out in verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. As a refuge, God is our place of hope and trust. He is our place of hope and trust. But it is hope and trust in one who is eternal, unchanging, holy, and righteous. Nothing that happens in this world can affect God. Absolutely nothing. Nothing can alter who he is in his fullness as God. Furthermore, as our refuge, God is our defense. God is our protector. Consider how we see this exemplified in 2 Chronicles chapter 32. 2 Chronicles chapter 32, reading verses 1 through 8. After these things and these acts of faithfulness, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and invaded Judah and encamped against the fortified cities, thinking to win them for himself. And when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come and intended to fight against Jerusalem, he planned with his officers and his mighty men to stop the water of the springs that were outside the city, and they helped him. A great many people were gathered, and they stopped all the springs and the brook that flowed through the land, saying, why should the kings of Assyria come and find much water? 
He set to work resolutely and built up all the wall that was broken down and raised towers upon it. And outside it, he built another wall and he strengthened the millow in the city of David. He also made weapons and shields in abundance. And he set combat commanders over the people and gathered them together to him in the square at the gate of the city and spoke, this is King Hezekiah, spoke encouragingly to them saying, now pay attention to what King Hezekiah says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or dismayed before the king of Assyria and all the horde that is with him. For there are more with us than with him. Now note what he says, verse 8. With him, that is King Sennacherib, with him is an arm of flesh. But with us is the Lord our God to help us and to do what? To fight our battles. To fight our battles. Now, you think about that. You think about what King Hezekiah was saying, what he was assuring the people of Judah with. Because preceding these encouraging words, we read in detail all of these preparations that King Hezekiah was making for the soon coming attack of Assyria. And so it would appear like, it would seem like, that King Hezekiah is putting all his trust and all his dependence in the arm of the flesh. It would seem like and appear like that, well, he's obviously putting his, his confidence in the mighty men of valor, in, in these soldiers, this mighty army of Judah. It would seem that way. It would appear like that until you read what he says to the people of Judah. Because he reminds them that God is our refuge. You see, what he's communicating to the people of Judah is the principal truth of Psalm 46 and verse 1. That's what Hezekiah is saying to them. God is our refuge and our strength. A very present help in time of trouble. And so when he says, hey, there is more with us than with them, do not think for one moment. He's talking about the physical armies. No, he is saying we have the Lord of hosts with us. It's a great example of what Psalm 46 verse 1 is communicating and confessing to us. But not only do we read that God is our refuge, we also read that God is our strength. As our strength, God alone is our power. In other words, we do not settle our trust for strength in what man can do. Our confidence for strength is in God Almighty who is the all-powerful one. To say this another way, God's strength is enough. It is enough for us 
to face any calamity, any disaster, any danger of any kind. You have God on your side? What more do you need? What more do you need? God is sufficient. His strength is enough. And so the psalmist confesses then that God is a very present, not just a present, but a very present help in trouble. And that's why the sons of Korah make this deduction in verses 2 and 3. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and form, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. I mean, what the sons of Korah are doing here is, let's just think for a moment of the worst possible thing that could happen. Let's think of the worst possible calamity, the worst kind of disaster. And the sons of Korah are saying, we have no fear. We will not fear. Why? Because God is our refuge. God is our strength. A very present help in trouble. Now, let's just consider a moment. What that's communicating, beloved, is that God never withdraws himself from his afflicted people. He never does. And understand this. God is more present than your family. He's more present than your friends. In fact, he's more present than the trouble itself. More present than the trouble itself. Commenting on this verse, Charles Spurgeon wrote in his great classic commentary on the Psalms, the treasury of David. Spurgeon wrote this. All other refuges are refuges of lies. In other words, anything else that claims to be a refuge is a lie. The only refuge is God. All other refuges are refuges of lies. All other strength is weakness. For power belongs to God. But as God is all sufficient, our defense and might are equal to all emergencies. And so, the sons of Korah rightly say, and these are words of faith, they're not, they're not walking by sight, this is walking by faith. This is what faith says. Faith says, we will not fear. That's what faith says. Though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, 
though the mountains tremble at its swelling, we will not fear. Because God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Let this be your greatest encouragement as a child of God, as a people of God. Because I can assure you of this, beloved. Things are not just going to keep, things are not going to be getting better and better in the times in which we live, in this nation, in the world. Read your Bibles carefully. Things get worse. It gets worse. But we have God. God who is for us and not against us, who is our refuge and our strength, who is a very present help in time of trouble. Do not lose your faith in the living, eternal, unchanging God. Let's pray. Our heavenly, holy, Righteous Father, what strong words, robust with meaning, Lord, that turn all our attention, our affections, that turn us back completely to cast ourselves on you, Lord, as our only true refuge our only true strength. Heavenly Father, forgive us for every time we have leaned on our own understanding, that we have, we have leaned and held on to the arm of the flesh as somehow, in some way, being our greatest help. And yet, Lord, each and every time that we have done so, such faith in the wrong source has only proved how foolish we were to look at anything other than you as our true, our only, our lasting security. And so, Father, we thank you for recalling this to our minds and renewing our minds today by the light of your word and this good confession of Psalm 46 and verse 1. We pray the Holy Spirit will seal it to our own very hearts as your people today, Lord, that it will be our confession. Indeed, it will be our conviction, a conviction that will control us, not simply a belief that we control. We cast all our cares on you, our great God, because you care for us, Lord, in the absolute fullness of all that you are, no matter where we are 
no matter what we're facing. You are always a very present help in time of trouble. We thank you and we praise you for such. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, and for his blessed sake, we pray. Amen.